Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Manager, the career podcast for classical musicians. And my name is Bernhard Karras. I'm sorry that I wasn't there for you last week, but it was such a busy week that I just didn't have the headspace to create something which would have been meaningful to you. So I'm back today and I do hope that I have something which makes sense to you. Today I want to speak about Does form follow function or function follow form? Well, that sounds a bit abstract right now. I know that. Um, some could also say primo la musica or primo um, le parole, as we have heard in Capriccio by Richard Strauss. Well, in the end, my question today is, how much do we constrain ourselves by the given parameters in the classical music world? be it the format of an opera house, a concert hall, or the 70 minutes we have on a CD. Well, before I really want to go into that, which I do, I just have a couple of announcements and please bear with me for them, because they are really important. First of all, many of you have done live streaming, home recordings, and so on. And thanks so much for doing that, because it brought light into these really dark pandemic days. To make it a bit easier, we will offer a course starting at the end of February by two fantastic musicians, actually, Sofia Livotov and Satria Krishna. They have done a lot in the sector of live streaming and home recording and so on. And they are willing to share their knowledge. So they created a course on home recording and streaming. The details are on go.beeronmanager.com. Go.beeronmanager.com. Furthermore, the next Beeron Manager base course with me actually starts on March 2nd. So make sure that you get your place if you want to come. And then we have two free events coming up, which you should not miss. First of all, on February 16th, yes, there is another open class with me and I would be delighted for you to come. And then on February 22nd, we have one of our regular monthly BYOM guest talks. At that one, we will have Sam Goldscheider of Harmonic Progression. I hope I get it right. Harmonic Progression. And harmonic progression is all about making a difference for the environment, for climate change, and that from the viewpoint of a classical musician. Sam is the founder of that, and harmonic progression already did a lot of great projects. So come and join us for that guest talk. For once, this is not only open for the BYOM community, but for everyone. So do come if you are interested in how you could make a difference as a musician for our environment and to make sure that the world stays healthy and good for the decades and centuries to come. Well, let's come back to the topic of today. That is form versus function. Now, with most of the opera houses and concert halls and so on closed, that also meant that we didn't hear a lot of live classical music, unfortunately. And that is a real pity. But 
it's not only pity for us or somebody like me as a really f fanatic audience member, but also it brought about quite a lot of difficulty for many of you. But let us just think a bit about that and also the small, tiny little initiatives popping up here and there to create actually live classical music. The discussion for me here is that we created these wonderful opera houses and the concert halls and so on in the last centuries. And the concert halls are actually rather something new. They came up in the middle of the 19th century. Opera houses are significantly older. With opera houses and with concert halls came a whole kind of rule book of how to behave and what to do in a concert hall or in an opera house. Not only for the musicians making music there, but also for audience members. And yes, if you were lucky, like me growing up in Vienna and having, a par having parents who were eager to get us to classical music, who loved classical music themselves, it was absolutely natural to go and I didn't need to read the manual. I knew how to behave in a concert, to sit still and to clap when it was appropriate and, and, and. But even I was surprised when I went to my first jazz concert to realize that it's absolutely okay to clap within a piece while the music was still playing. Actually, it wasn't just okay, it was all actually required to acknowledge a great solo um, of one of the musicians. All those rules are fine and good, but what we should remember is that most of these rules came up actually in the last hundred years or so. Before that, it was absolutely okay to clap after movement, for example. If you look at how people behaved during opera performances, well, that was more entertainment than anything else. I often cite the example of the curtains at the boxes. And if you listen to that podcast, you probably might have heard that comparison. Do you remember why we have curtains at the boxes in an opera house? No? It's very simple. You drew the curtain when you wanted to be undisturbed and unnoticed. That meant when you were drinking or having food or doing things which other people shouldn't see. And I won't go into details here. And you opened the curtains when the great diva was singing or when there was the fantastic tenor aria and you would clap and see that. So you see the kind of rigid, sitting still, watching an opera performance, a concert, is pretty new. Now with the pandemic still there almost a year after it all started, the question is, does it really need to be that way? And I don't say that this is bad. It's very beautiful and I think we all enjoy it. But is that the only way we can enjoy classical music? And I would doubt that. And I would actually encourage you to think about that and saying, what is it about classical music? Is it really 
kind of the formal presentation in an almost strict religious cult event? Or is classical music another form of communication between humans? And does that communication need to happen only in a concert house or an opera house? Couldn't it happen at many, many places? And many of you actually played in parks and on balconies and windows and so on when the weather was still warmer. And that was a great, great joy. That also questions the tradition of having these twofold programs, you know, first half, second half, intermission in between. Is that really it? I think the pandemic gives us an opportunity to rethink the traditions of how we present classical music and think about why classical music really matters. That it is a form of communication which should be open to everyone and it shouldn't exclude anyone. It shouldn't exclude anyone who would like to listen to music but just doesn't know how to move around in an opera house or a concert hall. And the question is how we can actually bring more of that music to people, especially during the times of pandemic, because I think, and I'm actually convinced, and I hear it so often from my friends and so on, that we do need more live classical music, especially now. It's food for the soul and we do need that. And perhaps some of you start, you know, a little 30 minutes in the afternoon on a weekend in the staircase of their house. Or they just open the door when practicing a bit and playing for your house community. I want to encourage you to try these things out and to really go into that and see what it works and how you can reach the hearts and the souls of people. Because that's what classical music is for. That also brings me to a subject which I won't go into too much detail today. But it's also the subject of thinking of recording and live streaming. Do we need to copy the format we have? Do we need to stick in recordings to the 70 minutes or so we have on a CD? Or could we th rethink that completely? But that's probably something for another episode on that podcast. But just on the live streaming question, there is the question if a live streaming event needs to follow strictly actually the live concert like we have it today. Or if it couldn't encourage a very different format, a much more open format, a joyful format, so that people feel being part of it and not just watching it. Well, I do hope that you experiment with it. And if you have something exciting or just something you want to share, please do reach out to me. I would love to share that on that podcast with you. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget all the great events which are coming up. So this week, it's an open class with me. And next week, we have Sam Goldscheider from Harmonic Progression. And then we start the wonderful course on home recording and streaming before there's another BYOM base course. All the information is on beyourownmanager.com. Please also share it with others and have a great week. Till soon. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.